That shit clean. That wood grain is hitting, boy. That gun is That whole shit is hitting. Mm. There it is. That nigga the police. That nigga is Magnum PI. It's heavy like uh All you like, need uh, all you like, need uh, is the uh is the snub nose in your in your like a boot uh, a boot heel, a boot holster with some dress socks on. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is definitely the one the deacons carry in their socks. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's selling dope in Craigstown if it's not crazy. Hey, but I'm gonna tell you right now. So if you do get caught and a nigga comes at your ass, like hops out the house with the three fifty seven, like, hey dog, what the fuck is going on? You, you police? Like niggas not jumping off the porch of three fifty sevens in uh in two two thousand twenty. Oh nah, niggas got all the semi autos and all of that. <clears throat> but this bitch right here gets some straight now. <clears throat> oh, three fifty seven, you gon' your night gonna be over now. Yeah, you might as well just go ahead and have a seat. <laughs> like, uh, who that was? Bull or Dwayne, one of them niggas? Either get down or lay down? Oh, that was you, Wood. Yeah, and then he already had it, like, loaded up with the hollows and everything. Yeah. Don't even worry about it. That nigga, like, he used to always say that, but then one day I was riding with him, and he was like, yeah, see, I keep mine down here. I ain't worried about none of these jitterbugs. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Shot one of these niggas. <laughs> But now, could you imagine that? Like, oh, yeah, here go this old ass nigga. Here go a sweet lick. <laughs> and a nigga just fucking proceed to dust your ass. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't, th- I don't know too many old niggas who is a sweet lick, boy. Old niggas got all they type right. of tricks. Right. Them niggas got old man strength, old man guns, uh, everything. Like, that's really a fool's errand. <laughs> you, you way better off fucking with a young nigga. Right. <laughs> Or not so old nigga. Like I mean, I feel like the, if you seventy and up, I ain't fucking with you. Oh yeah, yeah definitely don't. There's there, there's an asking for a friend for you. <laughs> if you was gonna rob a nigga, like what's the high, what's the higher probability nigga to fuck with? A nigga above the ages of uh, sixty five in the thirty to fifty range, or a nigga under thirty? It's Auntie Hammy time. to our podcast be sure to give us a like on all the platforms that you listen to podcasts on uh shoot us a comment uh any sort of feedback is always appreciated uh this is episode 105 gentlemen what with the white voice what up 5000 north side florida it's your boy j joe i'm black and i'm proud solid so it's been like a, a couple of weeks we didn't pod last week it don't matter why um how's everybody doing how come it never matters why when I'm not involved? You were involved. That is true. 
That's a valid question. Nigga, blame me this time. You no. had to get your hair done, I thought. No, that's not what happened. <laughs> what you happened? just want to blame me. You just want to tell people I'd be getting my hair done. Uh, it was 5000 It was a no-show. Come on, come on out, five stacks. Oh, he, he's dealing with something right now. <clears throat> I bet it, it wasn't me before I step away. Uh, I, I'd be down the road with whatever. So I'd be flexible. I think I missed the call today, though. But, hey, it happens. It do happen. So, um, go ahead. Oh, and then the next time, and then the next day, uh, Wood had to study for a test. Remember, Wood did have to study. Whoa, 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 whoa! You didn't have to put me in this shit. It's okay to have. No, man, because I'm tired. I'm tired of shit. Like on me. Like I had nothing to do with it. Like I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you're right. I forgot what happened. Have a, this ain't got shit to do with me because I was there for the first night. I was there. I was ready to go. Right. So the, the second night doesn't matter. And that is what matters the most, guys. We, we, we did try to pod. It wasn't like we were being neglectful. Uh, we tried our very best. We try to pod every week. We do try to pod every week. And sometimes, and sometimes shit just don't happen. You know what, J. Joe? I ain't going to never say nothing about you getting your hair done again. Really, yeah, I mean, the, really, the line of demarcation yeah, right. is if Chef took his edible or not. If Chef takes his edible, we can't do the podcast. No, no, no. I mean, that's the thing is, if I take the edibles, it's not going to be productive. It's not going to be smooth. <laughs> it's only good if all of us took an edible. But if it's just me, it's not. It's going to be fruitless. And I'm I'm sober, so it's fine. Um, it's almost time for another high there. episode, man. Let us know when you're ready. Yeah, I think that'd be fun to do. Let's do it. Um. Next week, man, shit, fuck it. I'm, re- I'm ready. <laughs> Next week is the high episode. Okay. No topics. That'd be fun. That was fun the last time we did. No, it wasn't. It was horrible. <laughs> and it wasn't planned. <laughs> the thing is, the last time we did it, like, niggas showed hella love for that podcast, for one. And for two, I think people even said it was artistic. <laughs> which was weird. Because it wasn't. I mean... Maybe it was organic. We could go for that. Because I don't think it was really like planned or mapped out. But artistic, I think, is a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> yeah. But niggas be calling anything art nowadays, I noticed. So. For the record, none of, our shit, none of our shit is planned and mapped out. It's all a very loose rubric to this shit. Especially with Sheriff's the moderator. had a loose rubric in high school. <laughs> Wait, what? Go ahead. What's, what's up? What we doing? How y'all doing? Speak, How speaking of high schools, man, I heard you were raised by racists. <laughs> Oh, we're just going to jump into it. That's how you're doing. <laughs> All right. That's, that's how we're going to kick it off. Uh, yeah, man. So uh, a friend of mine sent me a link, and it was talking about how my high school, which is uh, Father Ryan High School in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, how they were trying to do some, like, diversity and inclusion type of shit for the curriculum. And I was like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. And then, like, the next paragraph, it was uh, – Father Ryan was named after such and such Father Ryan, whatever, Abram Ryan, who was like the Confederate fucking chaplain, nigga, and was uh, a racist. And I'm like, what the fuck has been going on? So then they had this thing talking about uh, alumni at this point has said that they didn't want to change the name. I'm like, oh, no, fuck that shit, nigga. Where's this alumni Facebook group? So I clicked join and they left me in purgatory for like two days. So I was about to get mad and just start calling that shit racist. But uh, 
So I got in. Oh, and they cut off all the comments. Like, so and I heard Just that they'll kick you out if you start talking that shit. So I'm like, well, I'm gonna start calling niggas who I know were racist in high school racist before I kick, get kicked out. So we're gonna see how this go. I'll keep y'all uh, abreast of the situation. So is Tennessee but, uh, yeah, man, a very racist? Well, Nashville. Huh? I guess Nashville is a city in particular. Is that a very racist um, city or? <clears throat> I wouldn't say very racist because I feel like it's. Because it's the capital, it's more metropolitan than, like, you know, surrounding, you know, smaller cities. But, I mean, driving through Nashville, they have, like, the Sons of the Confederacy, like, statues, like, all the Confederate flags that they've been trying to get taken down. Um, so, I mean, I, you know, it's still the South. So, I, I definitely grew up around racism. Um, so, I don't know, man. Shit, shit was fucked up that... Because I never thought of it. I was like, oh, it's a motherfucking priest. I'm thinking that he's all good, but nah, the nigga is fucking racist, so fuck that uh, that name of that school, so they can change that shit to fucking uh, nigga Chesapeake Bay, nigga. I don't care the fuck at this point, but white people, uh, you know, have a, a stronghold. And my, my older sister went to that school, too, so it's like, you know, it's not like a legacy thing, but like, you know. Your family was forged with our color right. racism. So what was all those yeah. mascots? <laughs> <laughs> the fighting Irish. <laughs> he had racist as fuck. Yeah. Right. Yeah, listen, listen. They doubled so, down. Right. Stop racist! Uh, apparently, Father Father Ryan was an Irish immigrant. How ironic. Um, but yeah. So that's so that's that. <coughs> the Irish. Oh, but I've, I've seen. A, uh, is I've that seen a public school? Nah, it's a, it's a private school. Okay. Uh, I figured school. it. Whenever I hear like Father, like religious school names, typically tend to be. Uh, Tend to be private, but I was just curious about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that is, is that Jacksonville that has Nathan Bedford Forest? Where's that? Yeah, they changed that name three or four years ago to West High School. Might have been longer than that, but yeah, that one has changed. We also got Robert E. Lee. They uh they basically just um had a vote with the city council where they're going to take all the names under review. But we got Robert E. Lee. We have uh, Andrew Jackson. We had Nathan Bedford Forest. And I feel like I'm forgetting something. And it's funny because Forrest mascot used to be the Rebels. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like full blown. Y'all hit like the trifecta for racism, boy. Yeah, you don't Kentucky, leave it out. Kentucky, Kentucky Colonel looking man. But shit, Stanton was a Ed Woman Master Stanton was Abraham Lincoln's Secretary of War. I haven't really researched it, but. I mean, it might be something there, too. I don't know. He might get a pass because he's rocking with Lincoln. I'm not really sure. But all them niggas racist a little bit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's probably a safe bet. And, I mean, Stanton was created as an African-American school in the late 19th century. So, or mid-19th century. So, it's always been a predominantly black school until it went to the magnet school in uh, 1981. Mm -hmm. So, really, I mean... You could just give it a black name. It wouldn't hurt because yeah. it was always predominantly black school for the most part. Yeah, we all know that Martin Luther. I mean, not Martin Luther King. We all know that Abraham Lincoln was racist. Um, like when it, I mean, it was published in his papers that he said that black men were still less than white men. He just said, "I just think they should be free because it's inhumane." It was still racist. Yeah, Lincoln from Indiana. Like so, I just true, assume. very true, very true. <laughs> I just assume you ain't worth a fuck. Oh, so, wait, so what are some... Oh, go ahead. Five six. How about they forgive my ignorance? Why do they call Illinois the land of Lincoln? I always thought he was from Illinois for some reason. 
No, nah, because that's where he was. That's where he lived most of his life. And then he was also like, you know, he was a was he a senator or was he a, a, a U.S. Um, rep, rep in Illinois? It was one of them. Let's, ch- let's check with our producers. Been, Hold on. I think he might have been in the Senate, but he that's where he was. That's where he started his government, his career in government. So he's associated more so with Illinois because that's where he. I mean, he was just born in Indiana. It wasn't like he yeah, was actually he was, he was born in uh, Kentucky. Oh, he was born in Kentucky. Yeah, and then he moved to Indiana. He was in the military. He was in the uh, Illinois militia. Oh, so that's where he got his. I thought he was in the Coast Guard. (laughs) 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 On a sloop, nigga. (laughs) That shit funny. Hey, boy, that nigga's on a fucking log raft. Talking about my Coast Guard. (laughs) So, so Fox Max made a good point. He made a good point about they're gonna like start changing the names to like black schools. What are the names of some black people that you would like to see on high school? We got enough MLKs and Frederick Douglasses and Booker T. Washingtons. What are some names y'all would like to see for, for high schools? Isn't Ronald McNair a fairly common high school name or school name? No. I've, I've heard of some McNairs before. I've, I've heard, heard of them. I've heard of never even thought. Have people started running Obama? Yes, there's a Barack Obama elementary school in uh, Prince George's County, Maryland. Ah, uh, y'all forward thinking. All they have in, in Orlando is they, they changed the street to Barack Obama Street. I don't know. I would I wouldn't mind sending my child to like uh, MC High or something like that. <laughs> Chad Chad Butler sweet, High School. Sweet James Jones Chad, High. <laughs> Chad Butler. I <laughs> they got a school right. named after um and I think there's a school named after Louis Armstrong. It's like a performing arts high school. That that's that sweet. That sounds I also think, though, we could name it after prominent local members of the community. Like in Jacksonville, we have William Marion Reigns, who was a prominent educator in the 50s, I want to say, or something like that. And um, we used to have a school called Isaiah Blocker, another prominent African, African-American within the education community. So it doesn't necessarily have to be your Barack Obamas and, you know, these national or even international figures. It could just be somebody that's local. But I think something else that's really important to focus on is that we know the history. Like, I enjoy learning, like, old stuff about Jacksonville and stuff. And there's a um, really good website. The name escapes me now. But they're like a little local newspaper. And they always run different historical articles about who some of the streets are named after and just it'll show you like old pictures of how the city looked in you know the 1800s or what have you and um but a lot of people don't know and people be going to these schools and don't have no idea of the origin or whatever and that's really how it kind of slips under the radar because we just so crunk at the pet right like forest lehigh you know what i'm saying all that shit and you not even thinking like who these people are for real would you send your kids ryan yeah would you send your kids and that's why people be pushing back that's how you know. Would you send your kids to Melton Jenkins Junior High? Jenkins Barbecue. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was about to say that. definitely. Not. <laughs> yeah, I know that, know that name. Jerome Brown. Jerome Brown Middle. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's crazy. I go Jerome Brown Middle. They got a uh, George Baby Rays down in Polk County, and that's the dude that founded Public. So my mind went to that first school, and I heard Jenkins. But yeah, should I send to Jenkins? Uh, Jenkins High. Cafeteria probably be lit. <laughs> If you do research, though, a lot of these uh, cities that have these streets, uh, they were named after Confederate like soldiers, like after the fact. You know what I'm saying? Just like a, a, a slap in the face during like uh, 
when they they were uh, doing the whole civil rights movement, a lot of the shit. Because here, Robert E. Lee was a different fucking street, you know what I'm saying, before it became Robert E. Lee. So that's that's why they're trying to change it. Like, damn, that shit wasn't always Robert E. Lee, nigga. That shit was like First Street before y'all changed it and tried to make it racist. You know what I'm saying? Just like with the whole Confederate flag situation, which I think we're about to touch on anyway. Or maybe not. I think we touched on that last week since I'm talking about it. One time for Mississippi, taking the fucking Confederate shit off their flag, but that was only because of pressure from the right. <laughs> NCAA. Right. We fought the war how many hundreds of years ago? Like, you niggas finally took it down? I mean, it's only because they, they was losing money for it. I mean, somebody, gave a, don't have somebody gave a backstory on what we're talking about. So I believe what happened was um, the, the SEC put pressure on uh, University of Ole Miss saying basically they wouldn't give them any money and they wouldn't get their cut as a part of the being the, being part of the SEC unless they put down the flag and 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 change their whole little approach in terms of they, they asked them to change their mascot they didn't ask them to change their mascot they said get rid of the flag right right but I mean but they're still the running rebels right in that right they're still is the that, is that down? Ole Miss is that the running rebels or is that UNLV UNLV's running rebels they do right. the regular Reggie rebels ah uh, you know? okay regular races they're not running got it they don't, they can't run. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, I thought, I mean, I thought it was a good move on the part of the SEC, but I'm like, nigga, they've been like this for years. I guess everybody, it's kind of like the whole thing where we, they had the Me Too movement. Everybody was like, oh, shit, everybody kind of slimy a little bit. Now they're like realizing, oh, everybody racist a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. A lot of bit, but, I mean, it's just like everyone's kind of just realizing, like, oh, shit, like they just had an epiphany all of a sudden, which is, you know, a little bit ridiculous. So... I mean, I guess it's a good thing, but it seems like, I mean, damn, it's like 2020. Could but, do this shit a long time ago. But, I mean, we think about, I mean, it's kind of like the whole toxicity conversation. Like, you never know what's toxic until you sit down with a motherfucker and they, like, point out all the shit that's toxic. You're like, oh, oh that shit is kind of fucked half, up. <laughs> oh, I did half of that shit. <laughs> right. Oh, that shit's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's, you know, I mean, we've been upset, but nobody's really, like, had the floor like we have it now. And called them out on all of their shit. So now people are like, yeah, I, I am. I'm not gonna lie, this shit is kind of racist. Right. I have a quick question about this. So, how y'all feel about like? I mean, we talked about uh, JJ. You talked about your school. How y'all feel about all the um, statues getting torn down and and all that shit happening lately? Uh, hey, every <laughs> every 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 statue torn down, every flag coming down is is a win in my book, man. I've, I'm on record as saying that I I I take all the little I take all the little wins. I mean. In the big scheme of things, you might not think about it, but um, you know, me growing up in the in in the South, like that shit does like fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Like that that Confederate flag is a trigger, and then once your eyes are open to like all the other racist shit that you've just been passing and high fiving, and you know what I'm saying, going to school and this motherfucker's looking down at you, and this nigga like believes in slavery, like fuck the niggas, man, fuck off, all the slave owners, so. I fuck with it. I, I like the fact that they're taking down the monuments as well. I just kind of wish that they would take them down a little bit more covertly so as not to necessarily draw attention to it. And you would probably be surprised. A lot of motherfuckers probably wouldn't even wouldn't realize know. that shit. Yeah. yeah. But <clears throat> we make it a spectacle for whatever reason. I, I mean, it has its merits to call attention to it. But then people, you know, get charged up about it and want to do something. Like, there's a... Um, a park downtown Jacksonville that's been known for shit down there all my life at least as a 
uh, it's like the main like homeless camp downtown, him and Plaza. And so they tried to clean it up a couple times over the years, um, especially like, you know, big events come town, Super Bowl, that kind of stuff. And apparently there was a racist monument there. I'm not even sure which one because I never paid it attention. Because they host festivals and stuff down there, so I've been down there. And um, then come to find out the family, the Hemming family that is named after, apparently they have like some racial ties too. So there's a black city councilman, Garrett Dennis, and he be on they ass about everything so they took the monument down one day and the next day he like filed some petition or something to change the name of the park and then the um, family like oh we should have been consulted before y'all took the statue down and I was like you didn't put the fucking statue there like somebody just named this park after your great 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 granddaddy or some shit you know what I'm saying like it's not your fucking park they right. probably don't even go to the shit so. but in their mind it is their park Right. That's what that whole entitlement thing. So it's kicking in. Oh lord, entitlement. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we need to do an entitlement episode. <laughs> hey, 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 Wood, you're kind of quiet on this on this topic. No, How I mean, I've already it? spoken. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of taking down the statues. Um, oh man. Not. I mean, because I mean, just from a historical standpoint, it's hard to judge history through a lens of today on issues of the past. I mean, like, if somebody stood up a, a statue of Alexander the Great, nobody would say anything, right? But one of the biggest things that Alexander the Great's armies did was rape, pillage, and plunder, you know what I'm saying? But rape was a part of the army, and they were totally cool with that. They condoned that, and we would put that up in the square and have no issues, because it's not racist, you know what I'm saying? There are people that do shit, they do fucked up shit, that is things that have happened of that time, and looking in 2020, yeah, it's fucked up. I don't I'm not a proponent of robbing people of their history, no matter how much I disagree with it. I dis- If somebody wants to have a statue of Robert E. Lee up in the square, I don't have a problem with it, especially in the state of Virginia. The state of Virginia should absolutely be able to have a statue of Robert E. Lee. I have more of a problem with the statue of Abraham Lincoln with the slaves at his feet than I do a statue of Robert E. Lee on a horse. You know what I'm saying? That's just That's just me. I just don't... That's just one thing I just don't do. I don't try to judge history based on what I know today, based on actions that were performed in the past. I guess I just my whole thing about the the Confederate um, about Confederate statues and memorials and things of that nature is, I guess <laughs> I wonder if other countries if they have like civil disturbances, like civil wars or um, of any sort. Do they have they laud the the losers? And I guess that's my my whole thing like i would think to the victor comes goes the spoils but because of the nature of the civil war and a lot and it, it having a lot to do with not not really states rights but institutionalized racism i feel like it's a it's a slap in the face like history be damned like i mean i think we think about american history it's not the sweetest story so i know personally I don't feel like a lot of positive ties to it, um, except for this, the story of black people just making it through in spite of, but we don't get a lot of memorials of that either. So I'm fine with it, personally. I think, you know, good riddance. Yeah, I also don't think it's good for race, religion, race relations. Um, if we're trying to eradicate racism, erasing the opposite side's history, whether we like it or not, it's probably not going to carry a lot of favor with you to have a conversation on how do we bridge the gap. I mean, moderates and shit like that, that's cool. We're going to have a good conversation. We can 
we can deal with the nuance in the conversation. But the racists that we're, that we're kind of dealing with, and hopefully we can try to get their attention, you start erasing their history, that's not going to be the good start to a conversation. You think, I mean, do you think that's the, that's the end, like, that's the, the goal of the other side, like, to have the conversation? It doesn't matter if it's the goal or not. It matters if the fact that are we trying, are we trying to have a conversation with them? Are we trying to I, even, are we trying to even, we're not. So, okay, so fuck it. We're not worried about overt racism. The races are who the races are. So we're trying to have a conversation with the moderate. That's what we're saying? I think so. I mean, what's the value What's the value add? I think I don't think anybody like we've seen like the the special episodes of sitcom X where the sides come together and they like I don't think you're a nigger anymore, Laura Winslow. You're all right with me, like shit like that. But that's not real. That's TV. Like I haven't seen like in real life. I've only seen it in movies and TV where like hardcore racists all of a sudden got a soft spot because someone changed their mind. Like I haven't seen it in real life. I mean, and, and maybe I could be corrected. If a listener can give me an example, I'm cool with it. But in real life, I just haven't seen that that shift. But I think, I think about... I think, go ahead, JJ. Go, go more so towards... I think it's what you said with the whole toxic thing, right? Once you start hearing things, you should be able to identify within yourself if that's speaking to you or not. And then you try to be a better person and you don't do that. You might have grown up saying... The F word when referring to, not even referring to gay people, but just using that word because that's what was okay to do. <laughs> uh-huh. it, I mean, it's never okay to do, but that's what you were doing. But once you get older, you're like, damn, I can't believe I used to use that term and blah, blah, blah. You do it. Same thing with racism. Like, if you feeling like, if you hearing shit and you're like, damn, I have said that, or damn, I do feel a way if my child dates somebody outside the race or something like that. And then you want to learn more. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you should see that within yourself but i don't think it's up to black people to try to convert racism we shouldn't even be having this conversation like nigga you know what people have done and what and what we go through i think uh what's the old white lady that teaches about uh racism she's been on everything red table talk y'all know what i'm talking about i know you're talking about when she separates people by eye color and shit like that i think one of the most uh i don't know one of the powerful things that she did or she does was just ask, like, is there any white person in here that would switch places with, like, a black person? And, like, no white person is like, yeah. And she was like, see, that's because you don't know how, to, how the fuck black people are treated, but you're all right with that shit because it keeps you comfortable, or, you know, in your place of privilege. So, I mean, I don't, I don't think black people can ever convince people that we're worthy of being treated equally. I think it's just... It's either people gonna fuck with it or they're not, I, you know, and that's just how it is. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's just, I mean, I don't know. I got, I have a very egalitarian way of thinking about it, right? So, I mean, even the talk, let's go back to toxicity. <clears throat> we look, let's take Martin Luther King, right? Martin Luther King is the purest of the pure, despite what other motherfuckers may say. White people, black people love Martin Luther King, so on and so forth. But Martin Luther King was probably toxic. Like, the kids are gonna be okay. They don't have to wear a fucking bike helmet. Like, deal with that shit. He was probably a toxic parent because that's what he grew up in. Those are the times that he grew up in. And it wasn't toxic then. He wasn't acting nefariously in raising his kids. But now if you do that, like, bitch, what are you doing? Like, you're raising your kids fucked up. How is that going to look in 50 years? You know what I'm saying? How does that look in 100 years? You know what I'm saying? Are we going to get to the point where it's like, you know, take your mother king again. Just an example. What He was a barbarian. Like, he lived this way and so, so on and so forth. Like, I just don't like looking 
in that sort of hindsight, because when you go 50 years, 100 years into the future, what we do now and what they've done 100 years before and what they did 100 years before that is always going to look barbaric. It's always going to be wrong, and it's always going to be a moral issue. I mean, that's the purpose of society progressing. But we can't judge everybody through the lens of today like that. We wouldn't fuck with anybody. We'd have to change the name of Washington, D.C. We'd have to change the name of America. We'd have to call America Northside or some shit, like something generic. I like that. I mean, that's essentially what you have to do in order to, like, progress history. And we have to preserve some history, even though some of it, of course, is going to be offensive to some people. I mean, we can preserve it, but we don't have to glorify it. A statue is glorification. Like, look at this motherfucker I made out of fucking copper tin steel whatever the fuck well, like that we got books well i mean but but, but i have no like i said i have no issue like if somebody wants to put a if robert e. lee's on a horse that's a part of american history yeah he lost robert e. lee is a part of that um if somebody wants to have a statue of robert e. lee i don't have a problem with it particularly in the state of virginia i'm more so big on robert e. lee in the state of virginia because he was a virginian but I don't have a problem with that because it may not be. I mean, he was a Virginia statesman. It's not necessarily racist for you to just Robert E. Lee from a historical figure. He's significant. I have more of a problem with Abraham Lincoln with slaves or black people that are seemingly slaves or freed slaves. Yeah, I know. At I have, his I feet, because that to me, that symbolizes a lot more racism and the white supremacy than Robert E. Lee on a horse. You know what I'm saying? I mean, in that in that comparison, yeah, I definitely that that shit is horrible with that slave at Lincoln's feet. But I understand. I mean, Andrew Jackson is from Tennessee, so of course you got that nigga riding fucking. Why are these niggas always on horses riding a horse in front <laughs> of the power. capital? You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I understand why he's there. I mean, but I'm just saying his mildly means a conveyance. <laughs> <laughs> but like in 50 years, right? So, pretty soon, I'm. Pre- they're going to do, uh, like, a statue of all four of us, you know what I'm saying, one day when uh, the podcast reaches its goal at um, 150, 150 episodes. They'll make statues. But if in 50 years, they go back and listen to us talking about eating booty and black, and they're like, you know what, that wasn't what they were supposed to be talking about, and they tear us down, and all right, cool, fuck, tear it down. It's cool. Our, our our memory and our legacy lives on. You know what I'm saying? So, so you, you don't think people will be eating booty a hundred years from now? <laughs> They'll be eating something way worse. They everybody well, gonna we could we could talk about that on the next episode. What's way worse than we eating? need? Listen, we need a <laughs> what's worse than eating booty? <laughs> the we way worse than booty episode. <laughs> we <laughs> haven't had a freaky. We haven't had a freaky episode in a long time, man. I think the people need it. Uh, we used to at least talk about porn and eating booty at least once every episode. Like now we go full yeah. month without talking. Can't eat booty the coronavirus. Wow. Oh, but go, speaking of uh, eating booty and uh, racism and white people, so I told y'all that uh, one of my classmates, uh, she's listening. She listens now, and she went back and she started binge listening or whatever. Uh, and I said on the podcast, like, what are your top three porn categories if you're listening? You know, you know, just hit me up in the DM. You know, I I, I didn't want to go in her DM and ask those questions because that's inappropriate. But she did respond, so she does listen. Um, she said her first category was rough sex. Uh, second category was 
uh, oral sex, either dick sucking or pussy, pussy eating, depending on how she's feeling. And she said the third one is just kind of a hodgepodge, and but she does add dirty talk because we gave that uh, recommendation on one of the episodes, man. So she said she might come on, and she said she wants to be uh, mystery Karen number one. So we'll we'll see if that's let's do it to make that happen. And uh, the white homie, white Mike, he is done reading white fragility. So we'll probably have him on next week to. Talk about what what all they learned. So I was trying to listen to it via Audible, but I don't have no more credit. So if anybody out there got the credit, the extra credit they're not using, go ahead, uh, send that my way. I, I can give you a credit. I think so. I would do that. Or you can let somebody borrow a book, or you can get the book and let me borrow it some sort of way. What are you trying to What are you trying to do? White fragility. White fragility. Yeah. I'll, I'll see what I can do, good brother. So for Audible, okay. I know they're not a sponsor, but if so for Audible, do you just you have to buy X amount of credits a month, or how? Right. Know. So you subscribe. Well, initially, you subscribe and you get like X amount of, let's say, three books a month or something like that. And okay. you can stop your subscription whenever you want to. But it used to be you could earn. I used to do something. I used to get some. Somebody was giving out Audible credits if you did X, Y, and Z, and I did it. It might have been like a fucking uh, uh, um, survey type shit, and they were giving out Audible credits. I don't know. I got about like four books I haven't listened read yet. So, y'all uh, fuck with your boy if y'all got it. Well, that's what's up. One time for education, but speaking of not education, uh, the BT Awards came on um, this on Sunday, man. Um, as I always said in pre-production, I am a longtime fan of the BT Awards. Never miss one, um, and this one was good. No, it I, was, the, the thing is, we don't have a fact checker. Like I'm the fact checker. You never missed a BET award. Because I said it. Okay. That was so sassy. I said, that was, that was sassy as I said it. All right. It might have been, but I, I mean, but it's true because I said it. Like, why, why would I need a fact checker for me making a statement? Because you make That's, a lot of statements. But it's true about me. Okay. Um, but at any rate, BT Words came out. They had a, definitely had a pro-black theme, more so than usual. I mean, I, I mean, which was expected given the climate. I enjoyed it. Um, except for, you know, Amanda Seals is the host, I'm not, you know, not a huge fan, but she, she even did all right. You know what I'm saying? She, she tried her best, you know what I'm saying? So, um, enjoyed the show in general, enjoyed the opening for sure. Uh, they started with, um, a rendition of Fight the Power, um, with all the, the, the woker rappers along with Public Enemy. So that was good. Um, did y'all watch it? Yeah, any, uh, thoughts? I was just on this date to, to, to you. I thought about the whole thing. I saw some of it. I was watching a lot of videos and stuff like that. I thought it was cool given the, um, what is it, the climate, I guess, dealing with COVID-19 and the social distancing and all of that. I thought it was cool, but, I mean, it just reminded me of being in, like, the TV room, like, at FAM. It's just, like, a lot of videos, some of them, like, cheaply done, and we were making best, we were making the best of it, but it was just, like, a new paradigm for, for BET. And to me, BET Awards are already kind of cheesy. It was already kind of low budget. They did it in the grand ballroom of FAMU. But, I mean, this like even took it to another level. Like a, a new high-low? A new, a new high-low. I saw the Summer Walker and Usher live thing. Uh, everybody kept talking about how Summer Walker looked like she's had work done. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, she did something true. to her face. She cut up her face a little bit. She looked more Asian. It's Asianer yeah. a word. Um, 
Yeah. You wanted to say it, Chef. I heard the ch. I heard the ch in your voice. Was that uh, you? You didn't oh. hear that at all. Oh, okay. I'm going to spit in my you, head. Well, it want me canceled. So. <laughs> well, well, Chef, I didn't see it. So, Chef, we ain't even got no Asian listeners. Yeah. No, yeah, don't we say do. that. We have hella Asian. We got niggas in Ghana, boy. That's Africa. But, all right. <laughs> what was um, your favorite part of the BT Awards? I think the beginning. Um, I also. Man, that's a tough question. What do you mean? Yeah, what do you mean by the beginning? The opening, the opening number with the fight um, of them doing fight the power was dope. Um, I enjoyed that. Um, I enjoyed Chloe and Howie's performance because I just them girls could sing. And uh, one of them getting thick. I don't know which one is Chloe or Howie. Hey boy, it's Chloe. But, oh, it's Chloe. Uh, wait, how? Wait, how old are, the, are they? Are they now? How old are they? They old enough. They grown. Oh, right. But yeah, one of them, one of them putting some meat on the bones and. Yeah, somebody, somebody getting getting that young lady. The thing is, so they're grown now. Let me check. Goodness, that so those are, those are the type of like comments I'm talking about that you make that makes everything you say have to have a question mark. Man, somebody's <laughs> getting that young lady. Her hips spread. That's what you're trying to say. And is yeah. that is that a like a, a scientific thing? No, it's not scientific at all. I need to. We don't know that. I don't. Right? Is again, it? You don't. Again, you don't know. I don't know. Is, isn't just from just like like genetics? I don't know, bro. I don't know. That's what I'm asking. We're gonna have to Google. I don't. Right, know. we went to the same school of toxicity as you did. Somebody, well, not somebody. Bomani was saying that it takes a nation was probably the best hip hop album ever created. Is that a common sentiment? I think it's, it's considered a hip hop classic. Well, classic what? is wait, 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 wait. What what's considered hip hop classic? Uh, it takes a nation. Yeah, it takes a nation. Public Enemy. Yeah. Isn't Fear of a Black Planet a more popular Public Enemy album? I don't know. Is it? <laughs> I mean, wait. I thought it takes nation was their like their their classic album though. Well, that, uh, we probably have to call my sister because that's more so her. I mean, it's not our, my, my, our era really. I right. Mean, that's a, it was like in elementary school. Um, but but he said it was the what? Probably uh, the best hip hop album ever created. Oh no, that's no. Uh, you must not have heard of this group called Outcast. Right, it's definitely not the best Ooh, album ever created. Wait, wait, wait. So we about to take this to a music conversation. What is the best hip hop album ever created? The best hip hop album. So, oh, uh, I don't know how to judge that. Maybe that's a tough. I'll just chop on my hands. Chronic. I was gonna say the Chronic. Too. I can't say Illmatic. I don't. But I, guess what? Guess what? Y'all don't realize. Doggy Style is better than the Chronic. And Doggy Style be, is better than the Chronic. That's but what's chronic, crazy. See, but that's what I'm saying. I don't know how you measure it. Because, like, my, the Chronic was my introduction into, yeah. like, a whole nother world. I don't even know what to call it. Like, shit, what, I was eight or nine when the Chronic came out? <clears throat> and I was at my cousin's house. And his brothers, shit, if we was eight or nine his brothers was damn near 30 some of them you know what i'm saying like he got older older brothers so they dropped that shit on us you know what i'm saying and it was like oh boy like imagine that shit as a nine-year-old kid so yeah that shit was, was amazing he was a kid kind of like baptism by fire and here's the thing with illmatic i don't even think illmatic is the best Nas album no what's better not than, what's better than illmatic i like i am better than illmatic no I man I even like I even like Untitled better than Illmatic quietly. Nah, man. Nah. I I was listening to Illmatic when the Illmatic first dropped, so maybe that I don't. I mean, 
Yeah, like yeah, it's like sentimental to you. I mean, I think that's but no, nah, but even still though. But like, if you go through, it like there's no skips. That nigga was like spitting his fucking face off. Like that nigga had hot. Like I am has more commercial like hits, but like as far as real gritty street hip hop, nigga, it's fucking. Yeah. But I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Everybody has their favorite, so you can't sit up here and tell one nigga he's wrong, like. Unless yeah. you don't think A.T. Evans, A.T. Evans is Outkast's best album. Spe- speaking, speaking of straight spit, did we see that on display this week when we saw Jada Kiss vs. Fab? Oh, that was nice. I see what you're doing, Wood. You're trying to take somebody's spot. Oh, fuck. Chef, you better watch out because these fucking transitions, nigga. That nigga crossing over like Iverson. Lord, <laughs> man. So, so before we get into Jada Kiss and Fab, nigga. Can we go back to uh, fucking uh, Alicia Keys and John Legend? I wish we had a podcast because I told everybody that was going to be a fucking snooze fest. And it was a fucking snooze fest. That's because it was on Juneteenth when they had it. And I know that was like one of those like, honey, honey, can I? Like, hey, hey, baby, why don't when you going to let me do a versus? And like, so she's like, yeah, damn. Like, alright, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. Then it, it, he had to finally do it. And then she picked who she wanted to go against. I'm going to do John Legend. We need to do some piano shit. It'll be real cool. Blah, blah, blah. Not cool. Uh, <laughs> it was not fucking cool. And the fucking and the fucking audio was fucked up again. That shit looked like a kung fu movie. Like, oh, you know what I'm saying? The same room. They weren't in the same room. That's what was even re- weirder about the shit. Like, it was a delay with the audio. So I'm like, damn, dog, you can't get this straight for your old lady. I don't know if there's any fucking hope. <laughs> right. For the future, nigga. But I, I don't, I want to get into this for a little bit. So I, I, I don't think Alicia Keys been straight since, like, she had them braids in her hair, and she kind of dressed like a tomboy. Like that's when she was really kind of still good. After that, she fell off, like kind of plummeted. And I'm a John Legend fan, but now John Legend just does like um, ballads. That's it. Li- liberation hymnals. No, not even the ballads. He just be doing like the whole gospely. Like we're gonna make it one day. Like we shall overcome. Um, he's the black. Now. He's the black Harry Connick Jr. Ah, shit. He's not though. Harry Connick is more versatile than fucking. Harry Connick is definitely more versatile. <laughs> this nigga has a Zogot or a Ziggit or whatever the fuck it is. That's versatility, is it not? He's yeah, a, I'm he's, saying, he's but as far white. as what what it feels Black Billy Joe doing his music, I'm saying like like you said, fucking John Legend goes out there and sings nothing but like. Fucking Harry Connick Jr. be like, I don't know. let me tell you about this one time I was in New Orleans and we did a little zippy that beat bop the deep deep deep. Like you don't get none of that shit with fucking right. John Legend anymore. And his first album was like fucking slapping. His second album was good too, but then like he get a you know motherfuckers get their one big hit and then they're like, well fuck, nah that's crazy. I'm gonna go ahead and stay with this nigga. You you got I know you got a zag knot or whatever the fuck a, it is. Did you say a Z got nigga? It's a E got nigga. D oh, a E got. A zygot nigga. I'm like, oh, is that what you meant? I know you got a zygote or whatever it is, but you're not fucking with Harry Connor Jr. Nigga. You said he got a zygote. Did you see Harry Connor Jr. in fucking uh, what was that movie? Independence Day, nigga. True. Speaking of Independence Day, we gonna fucking what? Hey, boy. Hey, chef, you might have to hang it up, boy. No, nah, we still talking about verses. That's why I'm here. Right. So anyway, <laughs> like, 
Um, back to Jada Kiss versus Fab. Um, this made up for um, John Legend versus Alicia Keys in my mind. That shit was entertaining. And I wasn't expecting to be entertained. Um, niggas got nice and drunk. Fab was definitely high. So they was both on their substances, which is always always positive. Um, and they were just good. I mean, I, I think Jada Kiss killed, um, killed Fab, but... It was. I enjoyed it in general, just in terms of they both performed, which was cool, and it was just a good feeling. Like it seemed like it was both happy to be there and shit, so that was good. Well, initially the audio was fucked up again. Like that shit was like fucking whisper volume, and everybody was like, "Cut the shit up, cut the shit up." And I actually fell asleep, like waiting for the niggas to like cut the shit up because it was so fucking quiet. And then when I woke up, like the niggas were, uh, you know. Getting it in, so I mean, I fuck with it. Jada Kiss was definitely drunk. That nigga was like homecoming drunk, like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like homecoming drunk. That nigga like that, was definitely that over overdo it drunk. Right, like, but like, like, but happy. Like it's like you in a happy place, so you just keep drinking. You know what I'm saying? And then like you just homecoming drunk, nigga. That's what that nigga was. So. First off, that nigga, nigga had like, on he was up a short set. Time. He had on a short set. That kind of said, "Bitch, I'm about to get homecoming drunk tonight." He knew before he got drunk that he was about to. Did get he? Drunk. He had, he had uh, wait, 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 wait. Let's let's go to Chef out in the field live reporting on short set. Chef, uh, can you can you give us some insights on short set moves? <laughs> first um, of all, I, first of all, you talking to the prince of short sets when the king is to your right, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, no. I was I was going I was going somewhere. I was going somewhere. Oh, I was just playing that hook. How about that? <laughs> I was gonna say I, I enjoyed the short set, even though it wasn't really a short set. Short set means the, the sleeves got to be short too. That nigga was wearing sweater with shorts, which is almost bad form. But I liked it. I would get me a yellow shorts. Well, niggas in niggas in New York wear tans and shorts, so I don't I don't think there are any rules rules. Right. I fucked with it. I'm gonna look for me a little yellow, a little yellow long sleeve short set. Fuck. I missed no. the fact that it was a long sleeve short set. I happen to have a fucking internet outage. Like, I sat down on my computer and realized nothing was working. I go to reset it. And then, like, the red light was blinking and tried that a couple of times. Then I, like, logged in from my phone and it was like, there's an outage in your area. 25 hours to uh, repair. <laughs> so, I was, like, just chiming in periodically back and forth, checking it out on my phone on, like, 4G or whatever. <laughs> so. I mean, it was it was cool though. I, I, is it a way to like replay them, replay the battle? <laughs> yeah, I think they're on YouTube because uh, a lot of people do the YouTubes oh, now. YouTube. Like a lot of people oh, yeah, sponsor them. We should YouTube do channel. a with all due respect sponsor, not sponsor, but we should show it on YouTube live and do live commentary. We can do that. That's a good idea. Are they doing any more verses? I mean, I mean, I don't think they're. Well, should we still waiting on Bone? No. Oh, that's my Listen, DJ Paul DJs every weekend for tips. I don't <laughs> think that shit coming back. It's, it's like they, just like they ignored the whole eight ball of JG UGK shit. Like, uh, I don't respect that shit, but I don't know, man. I fuck with verses, though. We so. can't get Mo Ken Steph versus Zane or something? Lil Mo? Sean A. Mo Ken Steph. I forgot about them motherfuckers. Oh, no, that was a group? Mo Ken well, Steph? That was what person. Mokin what was that hit? Yeah, he's Mokin mine. Stuff. May have had him once, but yeah, that one. Nigga, that's like Mokin set versus changing faces. That's the one. Ghetto UT. I'm gonna say it right now though. When I first got my first set of speakers in the car, Ghetto UT used to hit, boy. Two years. No, that's Sparkle. 
Yeah, that's uh, something else. But it, but it blends together nicely. Yeah. It's all the same. Yeah. It's all R. Kelly. It's all, yeah, R. Kelly written female songs. Women's yeah. songs. So. Speaking of these, the Roni is exploded on our asses. We didn't, we didn't get to talk about that last week because we had no podcast, yeah. but we, we assumed that the... We all knew that the Corona was going to come back when they opened up everything. Oh, on, time uh, out, time out, time out, time out. Can we frame this into where it's actually blowing up? Like, you making it seem like it just blew up across the country. It's blowing up in a couple mm, of states. Mm, so let's speak mm, on those yeah. states. Like, I, li- you, I live in that state. You definitely tried to come on out, guys. <laughs> they got us. Like, no, they got <laughs> They got your ass. They didn't right. get us. Oh, no, Orlando hot as fuck. And uh, I think Disney World about to open back up. Disney World so, about to open up. NBA about to open up at Disney World. We all finna get it. Because <laughs> what's going to happen is all them whores from Miami going to be coming up from goddamn Miami and, and Broward County. See what's good at Disney out. World. Trying to get cashed out with their diseases. It's going to get bad. Because the thing is, not all them motherfuckers going to get into the bubble. Some of them just gonna have to fuck regular niggas and and infect them niggas. It's gonna be bad. It's gonna be worse. I'm not I'm not optimistic. I ain't gonna lie. Um, I ain't gonna say I'm scared because I'm in the house, but you know, I want this shit to be over with. You know what I'm saying? Like, and oh, so, brother. <laughs> yeah, and y'all living in states where it seems like it's getting better. Well, I, nah, not really. Um, Louisiana cases have gone up, so. Auntie uh, Mayor Cantrell is talking about like if niggas don't fucking behave, we gonna slide back down to phase back to phase one, <laughs> niggas. So like, she said that too. She looked yeah, like a mean yeah. ass. She's like the mean auntie. Yeah, like nah, uh-uh. y'all gonna put that y'all, y'all gonna put that Nintendo back in the closet. <laughs> right. y'all gonna sell it in the damn room. <laughs> She's like the auntie that pinch you during church. Yeah, right. definitely is. So right. I mean, we not we ain't blowed up like Florida and, and Tejas, cause Texas nigga, hey boy, them niggas could <laughs> Texas, i.e. Houston nigga, them niggas could wait for them niggas fuck with brunches and them niggas fuck with pool parties tough, and that's what them niggas been having and not giving a fuck and not look. Hey boy, I saw so, a pool party. Where a nigga was eating ass at the pool party, and that's when I knew oh. it was like it was like Memorial Day weekend. I was hot like, ass. He, he eating that ass. Like, in Texas, about to get sick. not hot <laughs> ass, man. You can't eat hot ass, man. It was pool ass, so it wasn't hot. Right, hot pool pissy ass, like it was chlorine. She, chlorine she definitely pee chlorine ass, piss ass, pool ass, leaves ass, <laughs> bugs ass, ass right. like what the fuck. Ugh. What made it nasty was this nigga was what? Wait, no, it was already nasty. We just told you all the things that made it nasty. What you talking about? What makes it nasty? What made it nastier was the <laughs> fact that he was still he was in a short set with, with shades on, like he didn't get in the water with her. Was it you? Like he just kind of he just like kind of <laughs> like right. That sounds like you, nigga. You no, know, he just turned his head and got got to work, and I was like, Jesus Christ! I mean, I guess they're having a good time, but yeah. Um, so that's why I knew it was going to be bad in Houston, but I knew it was going to be bad here because, I mean, in Florida in general, because niggas been kicking it. Like, niggas been super kicking it. So, you know, I, I guess. Let's not forget just... Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, you Atlanta niggas. Now leave your ass oh, out. Yeah. They were the best for last. Y'all <laughs> Atlanta niggas. Boy, y'all niggas. 
can't stay in for nothing, boy. And they're supposed to have a little bit of money. I, I expect the nigga from Polk County to do something silly, but Atlanta, come on now. Atlanta strip clubs open. Atlanta, everything is open. Are you this getting a, um, I wouldn't call it a strip club, but like a little bar lounge thing that has some dancers. You know what I'm talking about? Like drive through liquor store type deal with some dancers in the back. And I've been noticing they open like beyond. I be driving by there, but it's like there's nothing socially distant about a strip club. Like, no. I mean, really, really any kind of club per se. Our like, good friend is DJing every night with hookah pipes out. Bitch, what is we doing with hookah pipes during coronavirus? Oh god, yeah. So somebody no, fucking shit at the cigar bar, like you know, droplets coming out in the smoke, right? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, they, they, they ain't even taking returns back in Target, bitch. How y'all passing the goddamn hookah? Exactly. It's a young lady that lives in a um, major American city who I happen to follow. A major, a major city in Texas who I happen to follow. Right. Can I start I guessing? I don't want to put old girl on blast. Because like, it ain't, nah, it's not like that. But I'm just saying it's funny because. Every day on her story or whatever, she'd be like out kicking it. She had a fucking uh, boomerangs with like uh, chinging the glasses at brunch and all this. And then yesterday she posted the story. It was like she tested positive. <laughs> like, not funny. You've literally been kicking it hard as fuck every fucking night for like two weeks now. Was she crying? I mean, that was that, all the same. Did like, she want sympathy? I don't know what she wanted. Now, it's a dude in Jacksonville. He posted and he was like, I'm not doing this like for no clout or nothing, but if you've been around me, then you should get tested. You know? Like he was, well, was he talking about COVID wow. or he was talking about some other shit? <laughs> <thing? laughs> I got that yeah, that I mean. I'm a nasty nigga. <laughs> hey boy. COVID's the new AIDS? Nah. I still rather yeah, had a no, COVID. No. Well, how did, first of all, no, nigga. Oh, what do you think? Do you look at niggas AIDS funny if they say they got new AIDS. Nah, man. Because everybody's probably had it. Not not I, was, I was just, I was just, I was just curious because I mean I know some dudes like, Ugh, this, like where you been, you know what I'm saying? But you know I think anybody could get it. I will just want to get y'all's point of view. Now, COVID's not the new AIDS because you'll still fuck a bitch if she's straight and she got COVID nineteen. Would you? Oh, there are chicks that if that if I wasn't a happily married man, like the, if she had COVID nineteen, oh yeah. But well, if she had a mild case, doesn't matter what fucking case. It's still COVID nineteen. Let me let me ask you what's going on. Do you think that makes it easier to get to her because she got the COVID? So it's like probably this kind of race. Probably. (laughs) So like so 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 let's take Rihanna Rihanna for example. If Rihanna had Mm -hmm. AIDS, you probably wouldn't do that. But if Rihanna had COVID nineteen, we could make that work. You kind of could though, because it's harder to get from a woman. Hey man, oh, stop so, it! So, stop so, it, dog! So stop saying, it, dog! Stop it! Stop it! Wait, what's hard? What's hard <laughs> to get from a Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! It's hard. To get what's in the It's harder for a man to get AIDS from a woman than a woman to get AIDS from a man. Yeah. Well, I will. I don't. I can't speak to the merits of that. But I, I did a lot of wrong fucking back. But they said it spread through blood and mucus, which is in the anal cavity. So that was why initially I think people were trying to make the correlation that it was like a homosexual type of disease or whatever. But I I don't know. I'm not a doctor and I didn't sleep at Holiday Inn, but I have read that before. So 
it may be some plausibility to that, but I think you're. No, I really, I think no, no, no. I think that is the truth, but that's still not saying that he's still saying that if he would knowingly have sex with somebody who has AIDS. No, it'd be it's Rihanna. AIDS. Well, that yeah, right, exactly. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm I'm a fan. I'm a fan fan. No. You wouldn't? Okay. No, no. I would no. just, just put oh. the facts out there to see how you would manage the facts. Um, and this and, has and nothing. This has nothing. This has nothing against anybody who is is HIV positive COVID with AIDS. You get COVID though. I know they got prep and all of that. That's out there. You know what I'm saying? I just, but I think it's because of the time that we grew up in. I think if you were born, if you're if you're Gen Z or something now. I think it would be a lot more easier for you to accept something like that, whereas we were kind of brainwashed, and that was just like what it was during that time in the 80s and 90s. I think that's what we got to get over, and it is toxic, and it is fucked up, but I think uh, that's I told, just... I told you about the lady who was married to the choir director at my church, um, and he got HIV from another man. She stuck with him. And kept having sex with him. She wrote a book about it. Yeah. Crazy. Um, let me ask y'all this, though. Would you rather have sex with a chick with COVID or with armpit hair? Because Janelle Monet just had, like, a spread in one of the Pride magazines. I'm not sure. So y'all don't bite my head off. But she was looking sexy as hell. And then, boom, you get to the third picture. And she got her arm up. And she got hair up under there. I was still fine with it. So you've seen it? Yeah. I love it. I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay with that. Listen, this wait, is... The, so this wait, 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 wait. But this question, like, no arm hair with COVID versus arm hair? Because, so, the thing about it is, arm hair takes my nostrils to a place. And I'm not saying that chicks with arm hair are dirty. I'm not saying it at all. But there's a certain collection of sweat and bacteria that I associate with arm hair. Why? Because I have arm hair. You know what I'm saying? Under my arms. And I know that six to eight... don't have arm hair anywhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Six to eight hours into my day, I'm not saying it stinks, but there's an association with hair under your arms. You know what I'm saying? And that's just... I don't know. I'm used to cucumber melon. That's just kind of in my head, so... I don't know. I can't deal with I'm that. Sure, I'm sure. I think Janelle Monet still smells like cucumber melon. Absolutely. And I, and I think I was. She I doesn't was, give me a cucumber melon type pitches. of girl, man. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I would. I think that I think that's perfectly fine, and so is she. Um, so, so how much are we talking about? Are we talking about? Are we talking about like we talking about a a one A or a one? Or are we talking about like a a two or a three on the, how much was, hair was under her arm? It was. It was. It was a medium weight. Yeah. It wasn't crazy. I've seen Erica Badu do that same shit, too, that I've tried to forget. But Erica Badu went wild with it. Her shit was kind of like, she was like trying to make a point. So it was like a two guard with the the guard all the way open? Or like, what are we talking about? Mm, That's a good question. I think it was like... Could you braid it? No, no, man. It was like the number two guard. Number two? Okay. And my thing is... Yeah, it's definitely number two guard. It was almost like she got a lineup with it. it it's not even wild. Like she got a lineup. I'm finna post a picture in the, in the chat because I'm gonna be getting tapos on a underarm here. 
right. what it looked like. It looked like it looks organized. Is what I'm saying. Like maybe they did some shit post production to make it look a certain way, and maybe it looked more wild in real life. But let me post it. Let's see. Because my thing is, it looks straight to me. Like what? It's like you know, it's still feminine. Like but, it ain't like a, a nigga's underarm here. But you're also a Furberger fan, right? And I he's am. a fan of women that kind of look like men. Oh, I'm not. Oh, <laughs> I, oh, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Exactly. That's not too Thank bad. You. That's not too bad. It's not, it's not bad. And she got another chick in the yeah. bed with her, which is ass to some. It doesn't look like she got a cut, though. It doesn't look like that's natural. Like it looks like she got a cut. Yeah, at the very least, like they, they like she, they had it faded. She wanted you. She wanted everyone to know that she had underarm hair, and she also wanted everybody to know that she likes women, and that's fine. She's a sexy motherfucker, though. She look good, boy. Sure is. Hey, boy. Woo! I, I, I'm a fan of all of it. I'm, I'm not a fan of the underarm hair. Let me go on record as saying yeah. that. Yeah. 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 On and the record, this, this, I would rather this, leave. That, that little piece of hair ain't gonna stop no show. But, but. <laughs> next week, but we're gonna be fucking with t-shirts on. Right, but we're gonna talk about it. I like that, too. <laughs> I like Janelle Monet. She's an independent woman. What man, you mean, so. like Winnie the Pooh? Or like fucking with like dad shirts on, like long shirts, like night shirts. <laughs> I like. I like. I thought we talked about this. Why are we yeah, talking about Winnie the Pooh? Man? <laughs> I like. I like CFNM. Huh? CFNM. I heard you say it the first time. I need you to tell me what CFNM oh, means. Clothed female naked man. It's like one of my. What the fuck? It's a John. I never told you about that. No, no, man. I, have I thought to. you said something you like to sleep with the ceiling fan on, not CNFM. <laughs> God damn. I thought. So, say that again. Close female, naked man. So, how do you have sex? It's like if you go to like Pornhub and, and, and Google that shit in the Pornhub Google, it's like you'll see like niggas, um, like butt ass fucking chicks with like yoga pants on and, and like pull outfits on with yoga pants and they just rip the yoga pants off and go at it. Like rip a hole in the yoga pants to get to the pussy. I'm like that's my type of shit. Okay. Yeah. It's a. It's just a. And that's hashtag yoga pants. pants. Kinda not half tag. CNBC. Whatever. CFNM. CFNM. That's more so yeah. yoga pants. Yeah. Or like you wearing like you're wearing like a full like, like wearing a dress and you you just smashing it in the in the sundress or some shit like that. It's like that. So they have. So they have. CM Clothesman NF Clothesman Naked Female Same concept I mean I've never seen it Written like that But it's the same concept Right You wild boy I'm a, Yeah it's all about Independence Speaking of independence Independence Day This weekend You're really trying hard now Cause, cause Wood got you In the lead man right. You tried to call Janelle Monet independent right. And that's why You like to, to try to Smooth in his Independence right. Day Either way, I, it's, it's what you call a transition. I, um, Smooth. Yeah, you dropped it on the one. You definitely didn't blend it in. <laughs> you just hit that crossfade real hard. <laughs> anyway, 4th of July this year. Um, are y'all looking at it any differently? I know you ain't would. Is it any different for y'all? Or What does that mean? What do you, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? I, you know I'm not. Because you know. more you patriotic as fuck, man. It's cool. And he's German, which is the weirdest <laughs> thing. Alright, um so I I definitely am, man. Uh I mean I start 
so I'm a big uh, holiday person, right? So I wear green on St. Patrick's Day, you know, I dress up for Halloween. So usually on 4th of July, I, I will wear something red, white, and blue. I've kind of stopped that the last few years just because of, you know, the violence. Uh, usually I have on all white because it's Essence Festival and I'm going to a white party. But anyway, I digress. Um, but yeah, I mean, I still plan on eating some barbecue somewhere, but I probably wear all black as in protest, my own personal protest. So I'm, I'm not being patriotic, which is fucked up because my grandfather did fight in World, World, World War II. Um, now I get a ding, nigga, and you said Zygot earlier. Um, so, you know, we, we kind of been a little patriotic in my house just because my grandfather, grandfather was because he fought for the country, but Fuck that shit. All black. So you're going to all black like um barbecue, somebody having that one. That sounds like that sounds like something that you do in Florida and past the COVID. That's not what <laughs> I said. I said I was gonna eat some barbecue with all black. I, I I don't know about an all black barbecue, but that's just my plans. Oh, okay. African Americans are as much American as they are well, if not more American than they are African. We're all American. What'd you say? I said African Americans are as much, if not more, American than they are African. We are all Americans. Our habits are Americans. We enjoy a lot of the benefits that allow us to protest and wear all black. America's one of the first countries to even allow sedition in the entire world. Like sedition was a thing across the nation where you do that, you die, you go to jail. We're one of the first people to allow that, and that's one of the beautiful things that makes our country what it is. And even though you may be protesting the United States, the United States is a place where you know and the country knows that you're allowed to do that. And that's something to be celebrated. Um, I am an American. I do love my country. No matter how, how little or how minimal my country loves me, I'm an American, and I'm proud to be an American. You know what I'm saying? I'm proud of what this country has done since its inception. Of course, there's racism. There's sexism there's a lot of growing pains that a young country i mean if you look at it in the scope of the world we are a very young country you know what i'm saying like a lot of countries got it in had multiple wars civil wars and shit like that before we were even instantiated we're a young country we have a lot of growing pains to go through and i firmly believe that we're gonna it'll never be right i don't think it'll ever be 100 percent right i don't think we'll ever have this shit to where it's good to go and there is no racism there is no sexism there is no persecution of the week i don't think that will ever happen but I do think our country is progressing, and I think it's getting better. And I feel that on the anniversary of our country, which is observed, which is July 4th, which is Independence Day, that's something that should be celebrated, whether you agree with what you know transpired in the past 400 years or not. Um, <clears throat> I don't have any plans on doing anything, just like in general, mainly due to the pandemic more than anything else. I might just like hang out at the house and just enjoy the downtime, like throw something on the grill for myself and not like have a party or anything like that. But I had a little um, personal situation that I had dealt with some years back that happened to go down like on 4th of July time frame. So that's always just kind of like my personal thing. Independence Day aside, I've never really been super patriotic. Or really, I mean, shit, patriotic at all. Like I do the... I would do the pledge in school or whatever, but that's kind of where the story ended. My dad was in the military, but 
by no means I would consider myself a military family or nothing like that. Like, shit, by the time I was born, he was out, you know, but I can still tell with the way he reared us, like, okay, some military undertones to this stuff, but not really a big deal to me. I just be enjoying the downtime, really, so I'm just um hang out and chill. Not hang out literally, but just kick back and chill and stay the fuck out of people's face. That's real. I'm proud to be an American. Because <laughs> at least I, I know I'm That's exactly what I proud and stand up. <laughs> I used to play shit the last day But you gotta let that stand up breathe, though. You got to. Yeah, yeah, you do gotta <laughs> let it breathe. Stand up. There's no, there's no place I'd rather live than America, honestly. Like, I haven't, been, I haven't lived anywhere, so I don't even. Really like, bad, you but, can't, uh, like, let's take, not even, like, my experience, you can't take Jacksonville, Florida, and put that in many other places in the world. You can't take Las Vegas, Nevada, and put that in many other places in the world. Like, America's a very special place to do half of the bullshit that we do, which is why a lot of people like to come to America, because it's it's wild, the bullshit that we do in the name of prosperity. You would think a country that has this much money would be very uptight and resolute and about big shit. But if you go through this country, Florida, Las Vegas, fucking Mississippi, Alabama, shit, I'm just about to name the South. Like, this country kicks it. Like, we, we be on bullshit. We be on bullshit because that's the underlying premise of the nation is individualism. And I, I mean, that's a good thing. Except for when, like, you know, a pandemic comes and everybody wants to be an individual. But in general, it is a positive thing. And I agree with you, Wood. And I know we don't be agreeing on this a lot. I, I feel very much American. Like, I mean, and it's interesting because, I mean, I'm, and I'm proud of it because that's what I know. And I know only the his, my history of my people is African Americans going through what we went through, which is still, I think it makes us a very powerful people. So I have pride in all that. I mean, and it's attributed mostly, I mean, primarily to being Americans because we, we were somewhere else and it would be a different experience. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, I, I definitely agree with you in that, with that. <clears throat> um, but I think also this is going to be a day to kick it for me as well. I, I, I did stuff for Juneteenth. Like we had events in, in Orlando centered around Juneteenth and it was, it felt very different and good and positive and I really enjoyed it. I think it's going to be an opportunity to have something specifically 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 for us as black people. Got to get you in regards. Yeah, go ahead. Um, in yeah, regards yeah. to our history and our independence. So, I think that's a that's just another opportunity to celebrate, but I mean, for for me, covid or not, it's just usually just a day off. I don't like go see fireworks or anything or or shoot fireworks or do any of the the extra shit. Um it really just be an opportunity to just be at, at the crib. July Fourth probably is also the biggest, likely the biggest barbecue holiday. Oh, absolutely. yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, it's funny though, Chef. You touched on something. Uh, me and the homie was having a conversation today, and Americans in general, for whatever reason, are just defiant. You know what I'm saying? Like. You know, you go in the store and it's like, oh, all sales final. Oh, nah, fuck that. I'm going to go get the manager and I'm going to cuss me a bitch out. You know, I mean, we just we just blatantly blaze past rules all the time. Like, um, you know, I don't know, limit of five people at a time or something. 
y'all come on we together fuck that we gonna tell them we all rolled together and we got to go like i wish they would tell me some shit (laughs) right and that yes literally right that that sums it up so you know it's not really a shock and a surprise and you know it's it's a a myriad of things but we think we smarter than everybody we're so defiant um you know people just fuck that we're gonna do what we want to do but i think at this point we're in a we're not still in a totally bad spot. We need to look at some of these places where uh, different measures have been effective and basically just kind of like take a hodgepodge of shit, like take what New Zealand did over here and this place over there and, and put all that shit together and this is the plan and roll with it. You know what I'm saying? And it's still going to be some outliers. I mean, that's to be expected, but we got to try to like right the ship because it's crazy because we still, it's so much that we still just don't know. It, it, it's it's funny to your point because we always talk about Florida, right? And we always talk about Mississippi, and we talk about Alabama, and we talk about Georgia. To the rest of the world, our entire country is like Florida and Georgia. It's like Americans. Like, they gonna do whatever bullshit it is that they wanna fucking do. Like, to the rest of the world, like, we can't get our shit together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny. It's like, you know, obviously the FAMU, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's a chapter thing, but really that's how people view FAMU collectively. Like, motherfuckers just show up, fuck shit up, and leave. Yeah, basically. And whatever. However you feel about it, go to hell. Like, that's pretty much that's what right. yeah. So, um... Now, we can talk about motherfuckers talking about niggas just going against the grain. Why white people are so mad about wearing masks. Um, I think it's... I think they're really mad about the shift in, like, Black Lives Matter. And they just take it out on fucking grocery stores. Because it seems like everybody who I've seen that's fucking mad at the fucking grocery stores, they look like a racist any fucking way. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I seen a white chick today just taking all the fucking groceries out and just, like, slamming them on the ground. Like, bitch, why? Like, you could just leave if you don't want to wear the fucking mask. But they're like, you're infringing on my rights as an American citizen. Like, get the fuck out of here. You mad because Black Lives Matter right now. I mean, you do have you do have those crazies like the one chick that went to like the council meeting and was and and ran off. Uh, how Jesus going to hell? Looking, yeah, looking at them and they're going to hell and the five G towers and all this other shit and whatever. But yeah, I pay attention to people who really are bad about the masks, man. It's, it's something deeper, man. It's well, something. I think it's also a proponent of. You understand? So black Pope not just black people, minorities. Black folk. Black folk. Don't worry about it. My phone's too far away. Um, I'm about to give me a dinger over here. Minorities, <laughs> minorities are programmed and used to people telling us what to do. You're on a curfew, or stay the fuck over here, or talk this way, or dress this way. Quarantine and wearing a mask, unfortunately, is not hard for us because it's just somebody else telling us what to do. That's not anything new for us. You know what I'm saying? We wear a mask anyway. We wear a mask anyway. You know what I'm saying? But you're dealing with a subset of the population that nobody ever tells them what to fucking do. They can do whatever it is that they want to. It's the essence of white privilege. Now somebody telling them to wear a mask, that doesn't, like their personal fucking lexic, whatever it is, they can't comprehend that shit. Bitch, I'm white. I can do whatever the fuck it is I want to do. Who are you tell who are you to tell me what to do? Are this is a this is a total mental and paradigm shift for a lot of them. You know what I'm oh, saying? Hold on, hold, 
hold on one quick second. I want to uh, add this to what Wood said, too. And the sad part about that is people immigrate to this country and be on the same shit. Like, they feel like they be white, too. But go ahead. I noticed that a lot. And, uh, no, I'm done. I'm done. Go ahead. Every, no, you dead ass, though, if you want to expound. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, so I've learned that, like, I work at um, ITV. I work with a lot of Indian people. And I've noticed that they align pretty much with white or black. Like, this lady at my first job, she was super cool, super helpful. I mean, she provided a lot of the groundwork and foundation for the work that I do today. Like, she showed me a lot of stuff as it related to programming techniques and all of those kinds of things. And me and her was, like, super cool. We'll talk, we'll eat lunch, all of that stuff. But then I met some other people that aligned to, and one dude was actually married to a white lady. And he was cool at first, and so I thought. But then he ended up trying to throw me under the bus. And maybe they ain't have shit to do with the fact that his wife was white, but uh, probably yeah. did, you know? Yeah. Shit, that's crazy, man. Yeah, that's true. I, I had the same experience though, actually, because my the Indians are like similar to Americans in that they're like they have white and black. So the white skinned Indians is white, and the dark darker skinned Indians black. Because the people who were my biggest mentors, like when I was gr- going through my career, were Indian men. So they were like the people who kind of put me on my put me on the right path and shit. So I got love for the Indians, but you right, it's like but the ones that were like like more whitewashed or like married white women thing or and assimilated. Not as not as not as like solid, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like they would fuck you over if you didn't like hold it down or you or you made them sick, like, oh get the fuck out of here, man. So I did notice that. But the other thing I was the other point I was gonna make to Wood's point was the other thing is what what they what people are being asked to do is wear masks and the messaging has been, this is probably the biggest mistake, the messaging has been, wear a mask to protect other people. <laughs> it should have been, wear a mask to protect your motherfucking self. Fuck these other niggas. Because in America, it's about taking care of your motherfucking self. It ain't right. about other people. Right. Why do you give a fuck about a greater good? Ain't no greater good on the white side. Bitch, we is right. the greater good. Yeah. <laughs> And that's and that's where they fucked up. Cause I was watching you watching Joe Biden today. He had a good little presser today, and he's like, "Man, just put the mask on if you care about your neighbor." And I'm like, "Hey, man, nobody want to hear that, baby. He don't give a fuck about their neighbors. The only people that give a fuck about their neighbors is black people. We the only people that be in church right. talk about turning your neighbor. No other churches do that." Hell yeah. So I mean, man, it's, I hate that shit too. That shit is so aggravating. Turn to your neighbor. I don't turn to like, your I be sitting there like stoic <laughs> as fuck, like because generally. If they say turn to your neighbor one time, you're going to turn to their ass 10 times during the course of the day. So I, <laughs> I definitely right. have to let you know off rip. I'm not even fucking I'm looking at you the first go around. So <laughs> turn the other fucking way. You know what I'm saying? And you look like, like a duck if you on the end and everybody has a neighbor but you. You don't have nobody to like turn to. You like looking stupid. <laughs> but then you'll be like, now nah, turn to your other neighbor. So, <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, they definitely do that. Yeah, they definitely do that too. I just I just be I'm like, eyes forward. <laughs> <laughs> all right so um but you have to take good. my word for it i mean did yeah i don't think you have to take my word for it yeah Ba-ding, ding. you rock with us this far in the podcast obviously you like something go ahead visit apple itunes spotify stitcher iHeartRadio. radio show your love show your support 
we love providing quality content for you guys. We do it absolutely free of charge. We do it out the kindness of our heart. But the way that you increase our footprint, increase the popularity of this podcast is to support. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And as always, if your shit is hot enough, it just might be on the show. Now, for the with all due respects. With all due respect, uh, a friend of mine posted something that I thought was deep. Uh, she is an educator, and she posted, like, now is a good time for teachers to stop giving these family tree projects. Um, I never really thought about it, and then I thought back about how many I probably had to do maybe two or three growing up, which... It's tough, you know what I'm saying, especially for black people, because our family tree only goes so far, you know what I'm saying? Not to mention, you have people that come from homes where maybe their father in their life or, you know, shit, might not even know their father. At this point in the game, you have mothers who have gotten artificially inseminated or adopted, you know what I'm saying? And that's just fucked up that you have a child and third, fourth, fifth grade, having to do something that is, I'm not going to say traumatic, but it's just fucked up. It's not a good experience to have, you know. You know, I'm lucky because, you know, I, I do know some of my, you know, my father's in my life, so I know both sides of my family. But even, like I said, even with that, it only goes up to so far when your mama's like, well, they were a slave. You know what I'm saying? And that's, and that's kind of where it stops. Like, oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. You know your great 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 grandfather, but then, but he was a slave and he came from Kentucky. Some shit like that. Like you can, that shit ain't fun. And especially if you're not in a class full of people that all look like you. So, I think that's uh, something that should be adopted if it's not adopted already in the educating profession. With all due respect. <clears throat> with all due respect, um, I had a little situation pop off at work today, <clears throat> where um, I don't know if y'all use Outlook at work or whatever, but basically they have a feature now where you can add people, which is particularly useful for me because I generally, when I get an email, I look at a preview window. If that shit is not to me, and if I'm not on the to line, not like CC'd or whatever, and I don't see like my name in the little preview or whatever, I generally, you know, depending on what it is, I might not go right into it at the moment. So do add it me. And I just happened to be sitting at my computer, like, actively looking right at the email as it came in. And he added me and proceeded to, I guess, like, call himself going off on me about some shit that he was dead-ass wrong about. You know what I'm saying? That was funny because I could have threw his ass under the bus about the topic that was at hand, but I played it cool. <clears throat> so then I had to get, like, some straightening back with his ass because I don't know who he thought I was or what the fuck was going on. But I said I'll let to say that. Whenever you um, make the choice that you're going to, you know, jump off the deep end and call yourself straightening somebody out, it's like two main things that you need to do. First, you need to be absolutely sure of what you're talking about. And then the second thing is you need to be absolutely sure of who you're talking to. Because if you whiff on one or both of those things, that shit can have dire consequences. So, like, his boss's boss is, like, my tight boy from the University of New Hire program, and he's on vacation, but he'll be receiving the call from me on Monday with all due respect. With all due respect, there is a meme going around. I don't know if it's a meme or whatever. One of them internet pictures with shit on it about Coachella in the 80s. 
and the topics are well, it's different categories, right? One is Friday, one Saturday, and one Sunday. And each day has a different headliner and subheadliners, and everybody's asking which one is the best. And one is Diana Ross with the subheadliners being Tina Turner, Janet Jackson, Whitney Houston. Saturday is Prince, Sade, Donna Summer, and the Elements. Uh, Sunday is Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, Dionne Work, Luther Vandross. In my humble opinion, fuck humble, in my opinion, there is no other day but Saturday. And I don't want this to turn into a Prince monologue, but Prince, quite honestly, might be the greatest musician to ever walk the planet. If you take the songwriting of Stevie Wonder, the piano showmanship of, not piano, the, um, you could take piano from Elton John, the showmanship of Elton John, the showmanship of Michael Jackson, the instrumentation of Jimi Hendrix, and put all of that shit together, you get Prince. I don't think there is a better show than Prince. Diana Ross is definitely, that's not in discussion. It's really between Prince and Stevie Wonder. And I don't see how Stevie Wonder and even MJ together are going to hold a candle to Prince. Prince, quite honestly, may have done the best performance ever in life. At the ha- at the halftime show of the Super Bowl, where Prince did Purple Rain with the Marshall 100, and Jesus was in on it, and the skies opened up and it rained during Purple Rain. I don't know what can be a more perfect performance than that, and I don't know why there can I don't I don't see any situation where there can be any other day except for Prince. And you take this day, you have Prince, who has a vast catalog of music, who even knows or has listened to every Prince album. Then you top of that with the elements. Like, the elements have more fucking music. I feel like they're still coming out with CDs. They actually might. Um, Donna Summer, okay, not so much of a catalog. But Sade, huge catalog as well. We could be listening to music for fucking three days fucking with Prince, Sade, and the elements. And there are other um, sub-headliners as well, but fuck everybody else. They don't have a podcast. My Day, Prince, Sade, Donna Summer, the elements, Sheila E., uh, Andrew Bofo. Cameo, Mary Jane Girls, Rick James, Lisa Fisher, Atlantic Star, Patty LaBelle, The Emotions, SOS Band, and The DeBarges. That's the best day. Any other opinion is wrong. Fuck you. With all due respect. Um, with all due respect, um, as we start to go into election season, I want <laughs> everyone to be mindful um, as far as us as black folks, majority of our listeners, as an electorate, be mindful of how you vote. Don't you don't necessarily have, you don't necessarily owe your votes to a Democrat. You don't necessarily owe your votes uh, to a Republican. You don't necessarily owe your votes to fellow black people because they're black. Um, case in point, the Kentucky um, attorney general was a black man. I had no idea. I just assumed that he was white. Um, and when he was elected, a lot of the people, a lot of the black folks from the state of Kentucky um, apparently um, said they, they, voted for him because they looked he looked a lot like them so they assumed he shared a lot of the same core values and beliefs in relation to black folks history with the justice system um the 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 attorney general daniel cameron has made no moves in terms of um prosecuting the officers um who um participated in the murder of uh brianna taylor uh he said he's not in a hurry in fact, he's doubled down a few times saying that he supports the police in the state of Kentucky and has joined a coalition of 17 other states, including Indiana and Florida and Alabama, Mississippi, South Carolina, North Carolina. All the states that you would think would support 
um, be a part of a coalition that supports stronger policing. So with that said, I don't expect this young man to make the decision that's in the best interest of the black community, even despite the fact that the black community in the state of Kentucky backed him and, and supported him and wanted to see him succeed. Um, it's, I mean, it's a common misconception. Like we, we vote for people that look like us. We assume our politicians um, are looking out for our best interests because they're black and that's not necessarily the case. So I want everyone to be mindful when it comes down to election time. Look at the people who, who are running. It'll be, it might be a lot of black folks. I know even for me here in Florida, most of the people I vote for, it's usually black folks versus black folks just because of the area I live in. Um, but do your research. Not all your skin folk is your kin folk. Um, so, you know, be mindful with all due respect.